0: It is Sunday. The race is over. The French Grand Prix, I feel like the entire country came together to try do one last hurrah. Like, everyone was talking about how packed it was. It actually looked electric.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think when people say a track's boring, it's just when you make it. I, I, I quite thoroughly enjoy this racetrack, so I thought it overall was an entertaining race, but I enjoyed it. It was a great weekend.
0: It was. It's uh, maybe a little too late because I don't think they're coming back, but... Full Never crowd. Could it be it, it, it felt like almost a little, like a mini version of what happens in like, you know, the in Holland. And like they had like the music going. I don't know. It looked kind of cool. Yeah, it was, it was a good race weekend. But anyways, let's let's talk race. I think we will obviously highlight and get to Mercedes at some point in time. But you I, could start with it if you want. I, I don't want to start with it. I don't want to start it's with it. It's not the main attraction. This the piece. main attraction for me, because I spent quite a bit of time after the race uh, listening to Nico Rosberg. Nico said Ferrari's got to make some personnel changes.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, I don't understand the Carlos pit, but we don't have the data. But also, they're
0: heads down not watching him on track when they're trying to – then they look up and they're telling him what to do. Meanwhile, he's in the middle of overtaking someone.
1: Well, I mean, that's delayed. We don't get, we don't get feedback right away. He might've, it might have been like 30 seconds before when, when he went for the overtake.
0: Yeah, well, the, the, they said that when they told him to pit, he was overtaking Checo.
1: No, the, the broadcast literally said that it was a delayed message that could have been. Yeah, but then after before. the fact. Oh, it, did they?
0: Yeah, after the fact. Uh, oh,
1: okay, so I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. well, that's different. I mean.
0: And Nico's like, the, the everyone's looking at their computer screens at data instead of actually looking at what's going on on the race.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a tough call. Um, I mean, Ferrari's decision-making has been very questionable. I, I won't speak on that part because I don't know about it. I think people need to stop overreacting with the tire swap. like his tires could have popped. They could have popped like we, we don't know how far on the limits his tires were. I mean listen, he was running the same tires on the mediums that Lewis and Max were on the hard. So the front left and looked he was running bad. he was running C3s, right So C3s are the exact middle compound. So tough call on that part. I mean, I'm more like for Ferraris, there's so much we can unpack about Ferrari. Like, did Charles... Was there actually a throttle issue and Charles was forced to swallow it? Like, here's my issue. I know you said you're not a fan with the way Ferrari operates. And I see where you're coming from if, like, if they make their, their team lie. Because... There's so much here that seems kind of be, sketchy. Because they had a throttle ways. issue last race, right? They had a throttle issue last race. And I still think there's a throttle issue, but when they got back and they say that's not how you conduct yourself as a Ferrari driver, which is fair if you have to conduct yourself a certain way, but you shouldn't have to blatantly come on the lie.
0: Because Charles comes on after and says it was completely his fault. Nico j- doubles down and says, sure, why is Charles saying that? He's like, he needs to look at the data. It's way too early to be taking all the blame. And then Benato gets interviewed post-race and says, 100% driver
1: error. Yeah. Maybe it was his error. Maybe he looked at it and it was his error. But I do, I, I I do question the validity of it because I feel like Benato probably pulled him aside and said, "You need to take you, the high road." You need to, no, that's not the high road.
0: That's the the wrong road. But. No,
1: I I think he said it's at the end of the day, don't blame our team. It's your fault. But you know, <laughs> the way the way he Ferrari should handle it is like, yes, you can pin it on our team, but you need to say it with grace rather than screaming on 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 the the radio on the radio but i mean emotions are high bro he just i just down found like points. from
0: his emotions in the moment to then being interviewed after it was almost like he had like a leash on him and he had to say no it was my fault
1: yeah i mean th- that that it should, was very odd that should never ever happen like there's a difference of being professional about it and saying you know what it was a throttle issue but we'll bounce back but then blatantly lying if that's what he's doing that's a, that's a whole different problem i have but you know you drive for Ferrari, you have a certain type of, type of conduct. But lying is not part of the conduct, I'm sure. It, it's definitely... Um, and this, this again,
0: starts to show that the number two spot in the constructors is not a lock. No, it's not. But you see how much has to go wrong for Ferrari, for Mercedes to and Mercedes, close the gap. The, I, if we can say Mercedes has done anything great this year, it's been
1: reliability. They have. They've been very reliable. But, I mean... You've had to have this much mistakes to be close to second. So my thing is like, for people that think you're gonna win second, you need everything to go wrong for Farrar. You need Charles to either have a throttle issue or go too hard into turn, turn and you need Carlos to have a dangerous pit. Because if he does, if they, those things don't happen, they expand their lead. So although they're close for second, I'm not like, are 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 you are we taking moral victories? No, because it's like it's not gonna be a second that you feel proud of. It's a second that's like. Okay, a lot of things have to go wrong.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can look at it other ways too, and say, "Well, this is part of racing. You got to make a great, reliable car."
1: But that, but, but the point is, is that you're not the second best car in the you're sport. You're
0: not. You're definitely not. You're not the second Ferrari. Best car. Arguably has the best race pace. I think.
1: I, I think it depends on track.
0: And um, Red Bull, you know, not better I also want to tracks. throw this out here because this is right in your alley, as well as someone who is very black and white, cut and dry. However, you want to phrase it. Bernardo, in the post-race, said it was a good performance today.
1: Yeah, I mean... They what had was good, good about it? Carlos showed great pace. Sure, we're looking for more victories, or Charles, it's like, how do you say it's a good he performance? He didn't say it was a good result. He said it's a good performance. Mercedes had a good result. I don't think it was a great performance. Yeah. They had a great result. Those thing, Mer- Mercedes had a good performance, but a great result. Those two things don't have to be True. side hand-in-hand. Carlos showed a great performance. Charles' pace was great until he obviously he. Everybody thought Max would destroy him on this car, but he was making up times in he sector was. three. Like you see, how close Max would get to like half a second, and then he split that back up to like one point one after sector three, right? So you called um, Max's start being maybe
0: having a little, I don't know, or do we just say Lewis had a great start today? I
1: think Lewis had a great start. I, I think Lewis was on the ball today. I, I don't think Max had a bad start because. He was neck and neck with Charles. Lewis had one of his best, maybe the best start of the season for anybody. He was off the line like it was no tomorrow. So Lewis had a great start in my opinion. I'll give him his flowers there. But, you know, when I look at this race, I think it was a good performance by Ferrari. Not good execution in terms of their race team. But they've got a fast car. They got a great car. I wouldn't say their car is the fastest. It's up for debate. But I will say that Carlos Sainz, looked really good today he looked really good he today. made some
0: great overtakes he pushed tires on the limits it was it was a yeah out of character for Carlos but in a good way
1: <laughs> it, it, for me it was a great race for <clears throat> it was a great race for a let's Ferrari.
0: um let's talk Red Bull I mean we'll, we'll, I want to sorry get it was it was a great later.
1: performance for what they showed it was a great it was what they showed was very encouraging for Ferrari
0: so Red Bull Checo did not look like Checo we've seen this year, and it's definitely car, car is just not set up right for him. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, obviously, you want to prioritize Max. He is the champion. He is in first place, but it almost does feel like they've kind of decided that we're, we don't want our two drivers fighting, so we're just going to optimize the car for Max
1: yeah I mean that I, I, that's how I feel too. Um, we talked about it a little bit earlier is that you know, Checo says he car feels unstable, his rears and you know Max loves a car like that. So <laughs> it kind of points out that you know it feels that maybe Red Bull is gearing the car towards Max and I don't think it has to do with the fight. I think it has to do with optimizing the championship aspirations for driver's championship because clearly Toto I'm sorry Christian doesn't care about the constructors as much as he cares about the drivers, right? And, you know, is that a downfall? Maybe, because when you think of guys like um, Toto, when he won, drivers and constructors, both cars are optimized for both drivers, right? So, you know, ultimately, I'm not a fan of it, but, yeah, it feels like it's going in that direction. It does. And I I kind of feel for Checo, but, I I mean, he's
0: locked up. He's in a winning team. But it definitely... at. times earlier the season it felt like he may have a chance to pull one out as far as a championship
1: yeah uh, i don't think he ever really had a chance because max is just a better driver but he was gonna make it a fight but i don't think he was ever gonna win like that's just my honest opinion i think he had a chance but i don't think he was ever gonna win if that makes sense yeah
0: there was way too much stacked against him to win yeah Um, that's
1: kind of how i feel like it's just red bull Obviously, they're going to prioritize Max. Max is the better driver. Like, let's call a spade a spade. So, I, th- I think there I think there was a fight to be had, and then Red Bull was sabotaging him, but I don't think he was ever going to win. So, Checo
0: is only seven points behind Charles.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, I not, mean, that's not a bad result at it all. It
0: could be a 1-2 Red Bull this year. I don't think it will be, but, I mean, if Ferrari doesn't figure this stuff out.
1: It could be a 1-2 Red Bull. Nah. Nah. I mean... Charles has lost so many points this year. I mean, listen, Mercedes is entering the fight. And I think Carlos will enter the fight a little bit more as the year goes on. So I, I, I highly doubt it. But they, it could happen, but I don't see it. Um, One thing I want to say, a shout-out to Dale, right? So, and we'll talk about the 2021 driver standings just in context to it. So last year, Max finished with 395.5. Lewis finished with 385.5. Bottas had 226. So he said that George Russell would score less points than Bottas which on pace he's not going to score less points right like in a worse car. not in the in best card in a worse kind of car, yeah. George at 143 right now but i just want to say like how competitive it is because we ended off with the top 8 being points 339 uh, 335 395 387 226 190 164 160 159 and 115 right now the top uh, the top 8 is like most of it are close to 100 or at least the top 6 is cuz Luce is at what 127, 127. And George is at 143. That's right. Last year signs ended, ended off with 164 in 5th and Norris ended off at 160. So, like those guys are only 30 points away from that. So it shows you how close this year has been in terms of de- spreading around points, which is really cool And to they see. said
0: overtakes were up like almost 50%. Yeah,
1: like- I, I really didn't I didn't see that stat, but that's cool. I mean, cars can fall faster and I really enjoyed this track. I think the Paul Ricard track was really fun to watch You know, people assume overtaking, but it's just interesting to see. Like, you saw how drivers took different lines. And you know what? Checo could have, I think Checo could have won that race. When George took that very wide line and cut him off. If Checo didn't pull off, George was going to DNF. And maybe Checo ends up with a damaged wing. Yeah. You know which which one I'm talking about? So, I think Checo's a very respectful driver, but I could have just seen that going so bad.
0: There was was so much that did happen. Like, the race was so entertaining.
1: But there wasn't that many overtakes, though. (laughs) There wasn't, but but there were still, like... There was a lot of storylines and there And
0: there was some really good racing that went on.
1: Yeah, because, you know, as you... And for me specifically, as I've grown grown to love the sport, the technical aspects, when you see, like, George go wide and Checo go uh, on the inside, and you see who comes out faster, that stuff all adds up to me. Like, I enjoy watching that part of the sport, and I'm sure you did today, because... That's what they highlighted today more. And I feel like that's on the broadcast side because that's what we got more today and I think people enjoyed that. We did and y- your point about different racing lines, it
0: is fascinating to see drivers take completely different lines and, and try to play different games like they're playing a game of chess to, you know, kind of yeah, trick like, your opponent to overtake. Like
1: signs absolutely got George on that one where he set him up on the when George went on the inside and he went wide on the outside. And you know what? Let's just talk about that because it segues into Mercedes.
0: Mercedes qualifying pace is nowhere where it needs to be. But their race pace
1: is holding steady. Yeah, I think they're still about a 0.3 behind in race pace. So it's where we thought they are. Qualifying pace is a whole different story. They're still not competitive with those cars. Um, But they are in striking range. I want to say this about George. Um, actually, we can get into George after. But, yeah, what are your thoughts on that?
0: Mercedes had a double podium today, the first of the season. It's also the first time George and Lewis have shared a podium together. Which is cool. Like, that's really cool. No, they shared, a,
1: they shared a podium in, in Dutch, in Belgium, Spa. 2-3. Max was one. George was two because of qualifying, and Lewis was three. Like, last year? Yeah. This is the first time they've shared it as teammates. Yeah, yeah, but they shared it but in But that, in, like, just,
0: it was really cool on his 300th Grand Prix that Lewis... You know got on the podium also no driver that's in the 300 clubs ever won a race I'm sure Lewis will be the first to do that at some point Um, Maybe not this season, but I think
1: it will happen unless he retires I I, listen Lewis Hamilton and Schumacher have not one of them have not not won a race in the last 30 years Yeah, so if this is a year breaks it that's crazy because they've at least one of them have won at least one race in every Single season for the last 30 years
0: and when you look at this Mercedes team and especially Lewis over the last three, four weekends now, he's coming into fine form. Like, it's the Lewis we expect.
1: Yeah, so let's talk about that. So I want to get into George first. So I'm the biggest George fan in this room. I wasn't happy with how he was upset about the racing. I thought he was at fault like that. Well, he explained the rule after, which makes sense. Like, if that's the guideline, if... If you have the inside line and your real your front wheels with the rear wheel and you have the right away, that's what he says the new guidelines are. That's what he said. Yeah, but he he is the drivers president, so I would expect him to understand the rules better than anybody. Fair. He is he is, he is the head of the president drivers union, whatever the hell it is. But I don't care about whether or not it was his place or not. Get on with the goddamn race. Like Toto said, you can still catch him. And my thing is too is like, I get it. He's a rookie. It's gonna happen. Like we can't control that stuff. And that's what. These are the learning pains that he's dealing with, right? And that's kind of what we understand him to be right now. And he's going to learn through Lewis and as he continues to grow. But just shut up and race, right? Like, at the end of the day, you still have a chance to catch this guy. But right? what do
0: you think? Of, like, his pace was better than Checo. And we know Checo's struggling in this car right now, but that's impressive. I don't know if his pace was better.
1: Um, I mean, raw pace. He like, was following him. But he never passed them until the safety car. Of, yeah, but so, I
0: think it was impressive that that Mercedes was able to stay within DRS range.
1: Yeah, I'm on the flip side where Checo didn't have rear, his rear balance. He felt. Yeah, and and like realistically, you're talking about that like Red Bull as a whole. Like Lewis couldn't keep up with Max. No. So it's like maybe his setup wasn't optimal. Like the reality of it is, is I don't think check the Red Bull is optimized. So. If you're going at 80% or 90% Red Bull, I'm like, I'm not really impressed by that. If he kept up with Max... Then sure. Then I would give him his flowers. Um,
0: do you think if Lewis comes out of the pit in first, he had a chance to win? Like... Would no. Have, Max was just too fast.
1: No, I mean, Max made up what? and well, When did we pit at lap 20? No, after the safety car. BSC, that's I said. Yeah. When did we... Uh, 20? It was 19, yeah. 19-20, right? And they got out at what 22, 23? So he was up by what 10 seconds? So call it .3 a lap. No. Nah. And plus two, like Lewis. Max was- did
0: have that kind of gap. The time the sector times were really like on par. But then again, Max's not pushing.
1: Yeah, he's not pushing. He's saving his tires, yeah. right? I mean, the here's the fact Lewis can be as great as he is, but that Red Bull is destroying that Mercedes down the straight.
0: Every time does he need to Uh, And the difference
1: between Max and Checo we saw was about half a second. Yeah. So, like, Checo is not Max. and, And what Max can do in that car is not what George is facing with Checo. So, it's hard for me to say that, like, you know, this and that. What I will give credit to Lewis and George for is they ran a phenomenal race in terms of their own aspect. Lewis was really good in terms of he ran his race. He held off Checo even at the beginning when Checo did have grip. Because at the beginning, you have grip. Like, I don't care. Like, the first five laps, he, he staved them off. And obviously, George duped the shit out of Yo, Checo. Yo, we
0: saw the grip when Checo pitted... I mean, signs
1: pitted late,
0: and he had the fresh mediums. Like, he was just flying around corners passing people.
1: Yeah, two seconds a lap. But <laughs> um, it was... George duped the shit out of Checo on that that restart? safety car. Yeah.
0: It was incredible. I mean, you said it in our chat. Like, Valtteri would never...
1: Yeah, and you know what? It shows why George has this potential and people believe in him. So I was happy to see that. I thought overall Lewis and George, George probably drove about an 8 out of 10 for me, or 7.5. Lewis drove like a 9. I think the only thing Lewis kind of left off off the table for me is I feel like there's another gear in that car that maybe he could have kicked in, but then tire management. So I'm not giving him like the, a perfect race, but I thought he drove really well. Like he was close to perfect. It's
0: definitely been great to see. And I think having them both on the podium today was Phenomenal! Like, I'm Mercedes fans are encouraged. We need a race win. But
1: why are we encouraged? Because they they didn't make up anything. It was circumstantial. Charles had an issue. uh, Checo's like said it wasn't optimized. Like, sure, if you get a race win, you get a race win. But why? Why are you guys encouraged? At the end of the day, you're still not. You're not where
0: you want to be. You're, you're not actually you competitive. Earlier this season when we were experimenting on Lewis's car and he wasn't even making it out of Q1. Like, I mean,
1: that was a Lewis thing. Like when George didn't make is it. Like they, they so they've had Q3 pace the whole we year. We still have so much to unlock. Um, I mean, that's what you think. This is what the science tells us. Like, can we actually like my whole point behind giving you kickback is like, why, why are you encouraged? You're not closer than you were at the beginning of the year. Like, you're still behind by 0.3 to half a second. Like, you're getting podiums circumstantially. If you were getting second or third place because you're beating Ferrari and you're catching up the Red Bull, then I'd be encouraged. But Ferrari was the fastest car. Charles had his issue. And if Carlos didn't get that stupid, if you look at the replay, his, his team is dumb. Like, we can talk more about Ferrari, but they have to make changes because there was no one behind Latifi. Or Albon, Bro, so he could have pitted up right after
0: that. Re- you're talking about the release, yeah, with the, the calls penalty. Yeah, I am actually shocked that that one that happened, and two, I'm shocked again that it didn't. They didn't crash. Yeah, and also it screwed Williams because then they had to, um, they got a flat spot on their tire.
1: I mean, they they were pitting anyways. It doesn't matter. Yeah, they're pitting anyways, which is just so so. Ridiculous. Point being is that these things are all circumstantial. So. I don't see why fans are encouraged because, although yes, you figured out the car and you've cut a gap, you sh- you your your distance is no further than it was in Silverstone. You're at the same place you were in Silverstone. Yeah. These, I w- if anything, to be completely honest with you, and this is you know might be raining in on your parade, but I'd be I'd be discouraged because your upgrades didn't do anything for you. They haven't. So I w- I'd be a little bit more worried than I would be encouraged. I think all the stuff you
0: said, circumstance like it also does, it comes down to racing, man. You're racing as a team. Everyone plays a factor and you say it's circumstantial. Well, the teams have to be better.
1: That's fair, but I'm saying I'm Mercedes not encouraged a because your car is being better. Because your car is not competitive when your it comes to not raw race. Pe-
0: the, the cars can't win but, races. But that's right
1: my now. whole point. The car can't win races unless stuff happens. And you can be a better team, but you know what? Some stuff is only going to happen to one team every weekend. Not fair. both teams are going to fail both we, uh, weekends. So, Although, yes, they're a better team. I'm giving them credit for reliability. I'll give them their flowers for that. Are they, at the end of the day, a more competitive race car? They're not. And they're that's not. my whole point. And is the that thing
0: is, going to Austria, like, we, we're Even turning Hungary. around. I mean, yeah, going to Hungary and let in, Budapest. we're there in a week.
1: Mm-hmm. The car's going to be the same. It's no. not going to change. No, they might. They, maybe their upgrades weren't put on correctly. You know, like I said, it, you know, FP1 for Lewis. I think Lewis would have probably performed a little better if he had FP1 behind him. But my whole point is, I'd be more discouraged because your upgrades didn't do anything for you. Yeah, that that is my point. Is like, it's good to see Mercedes figuring out their car, but I'm not encouraged by today's performance because it doesn't it doesn't. We haven't moved the needle. Like that's my whole point. If you think you've moved the needle, that that is what I'm trying to say to people. I don't think Mercedes has moved the needle. If they're at at the letter E in the alphabet in terms of Z being the end journey, they're still at E. They haven't finished anything for me. Yeah, they gotta. They still have to find... You got to have a faster race car. They got to find at least a half second, man. They got to find a half second. And the point is, is like they. Ha- I don't care if you can w- get a first place because Red Bull has an issue and you have a better pit stop. At the end of the day, your car is not a first place car. It's not a winning car. And that is where my, I guess you call it negativity, whatever you no, want to call it. That's the level of from.
0: expectation that they should be at.
1: Expectation or not. That's what I'm judging. When they, if they put out a great car next week and they DNF twice because they get hit in the accident, I'd be more encouraged.
0: Yeah, for sure. Right? So, Mercedes, double podium. We're going to Hungary. Great. Um, I guess we should also talk about others in this race because we focus on these three hey, teams. Man, like, we've
1: said that McLaren's the fourth best car. It's, we're wrong. Alpine is. Alpine was... Alpine is flying. They got a fast car. They're hitting, what, 335 down the DRS zone? By the way, Mercedes did have more pace. I remember they're going off about 315 on the straight. With a DRS, they're at 333, 334. Red Bull's hitting, like, 340, but, like, it's not that far off. Yeah. Right? It's not that bad. I mean, 7 kilometers an hour is a lot when you talk about in general, but. So, there's, there's, um. Again,
0: like Nico's getting a lot of airtime today, but he gave uh, Daniel Ricciardo a lot of credit this weekend. I mean, Danny, Danny had a he had a good race, I think. And he said that all things considered, you have to. He said you have to look at who Danny's up against. He's like Lando has future world champion run all over him. So if he is only three tenths behind Lando, like how yeah. can you fault him? And
1: we said that yes. We remember we had that conversation, and my whole point behind that conversation is like okay, are we faulting George for being two tenths behind Lewis? No. And if we think that Lando's a future world champ like George and Danny's not, it's like, why, why are we giving Danny so much flack? Facts. And then, but here's the difference, though, and this is where I do expect where I understand your frustration is he's touted as a potential world champion, a world champion level driver. He's touted as he can, should be competitive with Lando, and if you haven't changed your perception of Danny yet, then you'll be upset. But if you have, then you're like, okay, this did is what he is.
0: Did you see the Danny interview before the race and the Andreas Seidel interview? I didn't see any of them though. They like it was almost like a huge McLaren PR campaign. So before the race, there was a sit down with Ted and Danny, mm-hmm. and Ted just asked him like, you know, tell us about the story you posted on Instagram, like where you at. And he just said, like, you give me a winning car, I'm going to win races. Which I think is a huge statement to make. But he talked about how they're figuring it out. And then after that, they interviewed Andreas. And he was like, no, we're all in on Danny. And it's like, cool, you're clearing all the bullshit. But but it's like,
1: "Eh." no, but like, there's some there's give me a winning car. and we'll. we'll, He's like, if I I have a winning car,
0: I he's
1: like, I'm pretty confident I've never left a win out like. I mean, he did do well with Monza. Like, he has a good track record, but why don't you beat Lando first before you said so, if you haven't a exactly. away. Because you haven't even proved you can beat Lando In the head-to-head, head, you're just getting destroyed. Yeah, I mean, I would be curious to see if Danny won any single race where Lando didn't have technical issues or bad pit. Like, where they both have optimal strategies and the car hasn't had issues. So, my whole point, like, <laughs> no, like, Danny, I, I'm, I'm done shitting on you because I've already put in my mind you're, oh, you're not shit. a world championship <laughs> <laughs> driver. You're a good driver. You're like a Valtteri Bottas. But... No, if you had a world championship car, Lando Norris would still kick your ass up and down the streets. Yeah. So like, that. No, like I like I'm not with that. Um I did want to talk for my boy Yuki. I feel bad for him, bro. He <sighs> was he got bumped. You saw the car had a hole in it.
0: Bro, that was bad. That sucked, man. Like it was it was really unfortunate, especially
1: right at the start. <sighs> and then Pierre obviously being in his home country did nothing dismal alpha by the way Romeo also had a very want, dismal day i didn't want to throw this out to you um they speak as well, of charles like he is from france maybe do they claim Monégasque? yeah i mean i'm sure
0: he's he, listen at the end of the day monaco is
1: right beside but i'm it's, saying it's re- like a country t- within a country remember we talked i talked to you about like do this monaco claim charles and they they seem like they do I mean, sorry, this France claim. Yes. Yeah, but you're also like so close to Monaco, right? Yeah, yeah. That's my whole point is like, do they claim a Mo- Monaco? But this race
0: it's like just down the road from Monaco. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so it he is had a what lot it of
0: support is. there. Yo, I almost died, bro. I thought that the. Two Aston Martins were gonna crash there. They did. Not, they did. But I thought they weren't gonna even pass the checker because I thought he was gonna give Lance a puncher. <laughs>
1: uh, I, I I wouldn't be surprised. What was going on there? I think Lance brake tested him. I think so too. Or got in his way. I think. Uh, I think you. I think if the race wasn't at the end and they weren't teammates, you'd probably see a penalty for Lance Sherrill.
0: What he, happened? Because
1: I don't think he gave him any space and then he kind of I thought down. Vettel
0: was going to actually pass him down that straight to win and then or he, get the 10th spot. But he cut him off and slowed and down. I was like "Some this team has gone to complete shambles.
1: Yeah. I, I mean you It's know, in disarray. Lawrence probably would have fired Sebastian from taking away points from his son. Oh my God. <laughs> what a joke.
0: Um yeah, Did you're you hear right. his radio message, Lance, early in the race, where he was just like going off on his team, like "Leave me alone." Yeah. Say, like, bro, you ain't doing really shit though.
1: Like, I don't hate that though. Like Lewis does it. It's like, yeah, Lewis... but Lewis is a seven-time world champion. But at the same time, well, <laughs> that doesn't matter, bro. At the end of the day, if you want to be left alone on the track, if you want to, when they say "leave th- me to
0: it," I think that you have to have some sort of clout if you're going to talk to your engineer like no, that.
1: No, you don't, bro. At the end of the day, you're racing. You're the racer. If you want to get to racing, you're fine. Like. George says, lead me to it." Yeah, his tone maybe. maybe. I, yeah, you know, tone, I'll, I'll, I'll take that one back. His I, tone is different. I understand. About his tone is like, "Okay, don't be disrespecting your engineer." But I had, I think that all drivers deserve complete, full, like, "Yo, let me, let me just race. Leave me alone. Let me race." Yeah. The other thing,
0: also talking about radio messages again, Ferrari needs personnel changes. They don't even know the damn rules. Carlos was like, "What do you mean a five second stop and go? It's a five second penalty." Yeah, that's what I was worried and about, And everyone too. was like, yo, everyone on the broadcast was like, yo, Carlos knows more than his damn team.
1: Yeah, because I, when he said stop and go, the engineer, I'm like, what? He's got to go pit, the pit stop, right, and then just go again. I'm like, what the hell? But then, obviously, they clarified that up. I'm telling you, Nico's right. They don't know what's going on. Yeah, you you called <laughs> it, and I said, like, these are learning bumps, and you got to, like, I didn't expect them to actually win a championship this year, but you're right. Maybe this team doesn't know how to win. Benado... Is obviously
0: extremely smart, knows what Formula One is. He's grown through the ranks. Is he the right leader for Ferrari? We'll find out. But I've questioned his leadership from the jump.
1: I mean, you're a Bonanno fan, bro.
0: I'm a Gunter Steiner fan. <laughs>
1: yeah, so let's talk about Haas. K. Mag with a great start, but then, <laughs> I mean, he moved up from twentieth to like thirteenth.
0: Yeah, and Signs didn't do anything.
1: But I mean, yeah. Signs just didn't want to get an accident. Yeah, Signs like, right? fuck it, I'll catch everyone he later. Like, yeah, so I mean, I get where Signs is coming from. But K. Mag, their pit strategy is really dumb.
0: Yeah, I did. I mean, they safety car at what
1: seven? I think nine. Safety car or not, right? Like, really, safety
0: car or not? And then they had Gunter on the radio, like uh, on the broadcast, being like, "Yo, you think you guys can get double point
1: finish?" <laughs> What? But here's the thing here. So let me throw this out to you. Safety car or not, why only use those tires for seven laps? And they were both on hards. And if that and if that, that was, was my a, point. if that was your strategy, why not use softs? If you're gonna pit at lap seven or lap nine. You started on hards and you pitted so
0: early. Regardless, why not why not start on softs? If you're gonna do that, exactly. Yeah, it's, like it's, it, it, it complete... makes zero sense. At least get to lap 15. I was so shocked. I'm like, I don't know what the hell they're doing.
1: You know, at the end of the day. I'm not mad at Haas because I don't expect anything more. Like, they've had more points than they've had this year in the last, than they have in the last, I think, three years combined. So, you know what? Let Haas do what they're doing. At the end of the day, they're going to finish six, between six to eight in the Drivers' Championship. And that's millions of dollars for them. Yeah, good for Haas. Good for Haas. But there were
0: uh, like Latifi DNF, K Mac DNF, Oxy Charles. Oh UK. bro, when
1: Latifi spun in, I was like, <laughs> I messaged you. I was like, oh Latif with his antics, but it wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely wasn't. Um Albon was really quiet today. I didn't see anything from Albon, although he was fighting for points, pretty much it felt like Yeah. He was in thirty he finished thirteen. How do you how, how do you actually feel about Ocom versus Alonso?
0: I don't obviously have the head-to-head in front of me, but Alonso's obviously just showing that at 42, I think he is. Like, he's still got it, bro.
1: I mean, he has the most relapse ever completed. I think that was still on this weekend. Yeah. But the thing is, like, he like, he's had reliability issues, but he makes Ocon look... I mean, listen, there's a gap between Lewis and George, right? As there should be. And there's a gap between Alonso and Ocon, as there should be. But I feel like the gap is a lot wider between... The
0: Alpine duel and the Mercedes duel. Talking about these greats, right? So Alonso would be considered a great. Yeah, Those I mean he's considered time, a great. Two time. I will say this, though, man, because there is something that I'm starting to question. Seb is considered a great, but I don't know if the gap there at Aston is as apparent as it is at Alpine. In race, there is. May I mean he qual he made it Q three, Q two, and
1: Lance didn't even make it. A Q1. I
0: I just. Like, with Seb, I just don't know, like... Alonzo, at his age, is racing, and he's racing because he wants to.
1: Like, Seb says he wants to, and he has a fire, but I don't know if I see it. Maybe, but at the end of the day, you got to look at it this way. He's a four-time champ. He's not a one-time, two-time... He's a four-time champ. Four times in and an And era. back to back to back to but back. But in an era where there was no one close to that. Then. But why can he beat Mark Webber the whole time? If... if 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 he wasn't fast and his teammate would have beat him, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna discredit it, but but I I see where you're coming from though. So my thoughts on that specifically is, I mean, other than this race, he's he obviously you know he pitted late. If you notice that on the first safety car, I don't know why they didn't bring him in. Maybe the team sabotaged him because they knew Stroll was hunting for points. Like realistically, right? Like he pitted late. Yeah. So I think if he pitted early, he's in points. Like. I, I didn't focus on them enough, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened. I think it was a strategy thing. Like that's why he didn't finish in the points because he was in the points earlier. So
0: this then now to the next part of this whole Vettel thing is like, Vettel, why do you want to be part of a team that is just Well, they're supposed to be champions. Of course. They they conned everyone, including, including They Sev. they conned you the most. And Seb. <laughs> but
1: but but the point is, bro, is um <laughs> Regardless of you know you talk about Seb, you talk about he wants. Why does he want to be part of the team? Is because Lawrence Stroll says they're going to compete for championships in five years, and we're in year three. Yeah, it's um, it's not looking like. But it. he considers this year two, right? And that's why I'm like
0: Seb. If you really still want to race, like why are you racing for a team that's not even close? Like we- Alonso's rate You can tell Alonso, he if he could get to Mercedes or Red Bull, he'd
1: leave Alpine tomorrow. Yeah, I, I think Alonzo could win a world championship still. He has made it clear that he wants to win another championship. He could win a championship, though. He's that good. But let me throw this out to you. Would you swap Danny Ricardo for Seb at McLaren? In a heartbeat. So then why are you hitting on Seb? <laughs> yeah, in a heartbeat. But here's the thing. here, Let me throw this out to you, too. Other, than, Like I said, this race was... Okay, I don't, I'm don't. going to say other than this race because he hasn't scored a race in two points. He didn't start the year he had COVID. But he's pretty much scored races in about, I think, like, 80% of the races he's been in points. So, like, although he lost to Lance today, it's like, where's this kind of, like, coming from where you're not, like, happy about his performance? I just think it's like, and
0: again, this is completely just opinionated. But when I hear Alonso talk and I hear Vettel, they're two completely different people. So Should I shouldn't be comparing them. It just sounds like Vettel's just... Punching in and punching out, and that just may be his style.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's won four and, world and championships. It's so constantly
0: yeah. being asked, like, "Do you still have the fire? Why? why are people asking that? Because obviously, more people feel well, the well, same way I do.
1: No, and I think it's, I think you're justified. He's worried about the planet. <laughs> and stuff Stop. like that okay, so bro. i mean we're all worried i mean we
0: should all be worried about the planet. i'm not worried seb? about the planet
1: i'm gonna keep it 100 i'm not worried about the planet but he's wor- he's very worried about the planet he's very worried about human rights so we're not gonna laugh about the human rights part because there's nothing to joke about shout out to seb on that side so i mean i don't know what you want me to say but those are my answers for you bro
0: seb come on man <laughs> don't waste your four time sh- like you are younger than lewis
1: he, he is younger than Lewis Younger now.
0: than Fernando Come on bro We don't want to remember Your days in F1 As an Aston Martin At the end of
1: the day You're not going to remember that Because you know what You're going to talk about when In 20 years when we Or 15 years When we see George Russell retiring <clears throat> Oh if George Russell has three He's behind four time World champion Sebastian Vettel You're going to remember Seb for his four titles At the end of the day It doesn't matter yeah, how he and rides and Seb's out.
0: made So much
1: money Like I'm talking major bags Yeah I mean Seb's done his thing right So shout out to him um, before we sign out I want to go through A couple things with you I want you to give me Your driver of the day
0: My driver of the day
1: I think I'll give it to Carlos i am giving it to Lewis. Yeah Why would you, Carlos had, had the fastest car On the track
0: Yeah it was just A really good car It was a really
1: good car And he did what he was supposed to do Lewis, on the other hand Fought off the Red Bull And he drove Like I said It was a 9 out of 10 for me and I don't think anybody drove a ten out of ten this race, so I really think Lewis is my driver of the day. Shout out to Lewis. Do you think that either Mercedes will win a race by the end of this year? I think rea- so, realistically, because is it circumstantial? Yeah, circumstantial. It's not like a full out. We're the best car on the track.
0: I mean, that would be hoping for the absolute best. If if they get to that level, then they've got their car, the championship but car. So that's what, so it's is not, a circumstantial not, it's win. It's going or? to be circumstantial because it's going to come sooner than
1: later. Okay, that's fair. Um. Does Lando Norris beat both Alpines and points?
0: No, Fernando.
1: He's ahead right now, I believe. Yeah. But Fernando's had a lot of reliability issues. Yeah. But reliability is part of it. So, um, actually, you know what?
0: Oh my God. I totally like, yeah, Fernando's had so many. Like, he's not even close. No. I'm, Lando's going to definitely Lando's going to yeah. beat them at the end of, By the end of the year He's got way too many points Ahead of them already
1: Does Valtteri Bottas Get beat by both Haas drivers in points No bro I mean the way He's downtrending And Alfred Miro's Downtrending Bro it's not even
0: cl- Like No way bro Valtteri has f- He's almost dub- More than double K-Mac
1: Yeah and he's Probably like almost triple
0: Yeah it's not happening
1: do the house drivers beat both Alfa Romeo drivers, though? In the constructors? Yes, yeah, so I'm talking about collectively points. Like, do, do, No, do they
0: both just outweigh Valtteri? Yeah, for sure. But the thing is, if Alpha continues like that, Haas may have a chance at six.
1: I don't care about that. I'm saying, can Valtteri outperform both of them? That's no, what I'm saying. No, no you no. think they, they, they finish off more points combined?
0: Yeah, the two Haas combined will beat Valtteri.
1: And my last question for you is, does Yuki beat Pierre on the year? The way Pierre's been trending. Uh, tell me what they're at right now, because I don't know.
0: Pier's at sixteen, Yuki's at eleven.
1: Yeah, so, so it's close. I knew it was close. close. I putting be, my does money it? on Yuki. I put my money on Yuki too. So that's pretty much it from us. Um we didn't pick a Dragger of the Week, but who was your Dragger of the Week? When you kind of break it all down. Well,
0: I thought about that, but we did not pick anyone. So it's kind of
1: no, who's your drag like who like we didn't pick, but who did you give Dragger of the Week award to?
0: um i would say you got to give it to danny
1: danny really eh he finished ninth bro i'm giving it to stroll okay he finished he finished 10th and he started like 18th i think yeah so i I give it to give it to stroll but all in all i think it was a great race weekend and we're going into hungary and hungary's not that much known for overtaking like we watched a race last year how hard it was for lewis when he was trying to get around alonzo and shout out to did he did a lot, play a lot, big part in that. So I don't know if we're gonna have as fun of a race. Still be a great race, but you know, people don't don't expect to be absolutely blown away by this race. So it'll be um,
0: very interesting to see. I mean, it, Lewis said he can't wait for Hungary. So
1: I mean, I think that's just Lewis doing his typical peace level. flowers. Uh, shout flyers. out to
0: everyone at the factories. The yeah, fans, you know, typical.
1: But like we said, though, Hungary is a very technical course, and it's really fun to watch. It's just there's not that much overtaking. Yeah, this is where
0: um, we had the fireworks last year.
1: Yeah, this is where uh, Ocon won.
0: Where Max tried to take out Luz's head.
1: No, that was Monza.
0: Oh, yeah, it was Monza. Never mind. This this is
1: where Max got took out by Valtteri. That's right. right. He he was ordered. on the brakes. Execution 33. Valtteri was given the order. (laughs) Took (laughs) out both Red Bulls. And he took out Lando, I think, right?
0: Well, man. But it was raining; it was kind of wet. They're on inters. Yeah, remember? I mean, he said he broke. And bra- then the too rain late. stopped, and this is where Lewis was the only one on the.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: Everyone's in the pit lane, and Lewis is on the. Oh, that was. They tragic. did say
1: he broke. He broke late, though. Yeah. Like Like uh, Valtteri did did misjudge his braking. So, anyways, that's it from us. Unless you have any last words. Nah, man, it was a fun race. I one thing I hope for Hungary is that we get to see some Mer- Mercedes progression. I really I want so. to see them close the gap. Like, I, I don't mean to sound negative for anybody listening with them, but like. They haven't got anywhere for me. That's the reality of it. They haven't got anywhere for me. So they're still in the same place. And I want to see a three race horse or a six race horse, like I said on the last race. So how many of you have horses do you want to count Like talking to your driver? So we'll see you guys next week. Actually, you guys will see us pr- pretty soon. We'll probably. We'll probably do a pod this week on the like the Charles and Ferrari as it continues to break down a little bit more. Yeah, right?
0: well, as the data comes out, we'll talk about it. But we'll probably we're going hit right you guys into another race week, so we'll be active.
1: We'll probably hit you guys on Tuesday with a Ferrari pod because as more gets released. So we'll talk to you guys later. Peace.